close your eyes and don't try to hide Or a silly spook place it by your side Shrouded in a dark disguise They pretend to terrorize When we ghosts come out to socialize Welcome, foolish mortals. You have been escorted into the chambers and discovered the Grim Grinning Guys Walt Disney World Planning Podcast. We are your judges, juries, and bailiffs for this evening. I'm Matt. I'm Derek. Here, here. I'm Craig. Hear ye. Please stay calm. The gavel has hit the fan. <laughs> what? And we will not be opening the door for you. This is Milestone Episode 152, guys, and to say I am giddy... Would be an understatement. Approach the bench. <laughs> Approach the bailiff. <laughs> Where's Rusty? Got to have the bailiff. Uh, at the same time, I'm terrified of what's about to transpire. I'm, I'm really nervous tonight, guys. Uh, because once again, we have brought in Douglas T. Bates, Esquire, Attorney at Law, the fourth, to share with us his thoughts on our most recent That's performance. That's funny because I saw his business card and that's the exact order it was and in. He is, he, is, he is our in-house attorney, which also means if you have any lawsuit stuff for us, just send it to him. Yes. and Public Square. Even though we don't have him on retainer. Oh, he's on retainer. He tried to say he wasn't, but I think... I'm pretty sure he's not. I've checked my books again. <laughs> yeah. Just to be sure. and yeah, I, I'm definitely not on retainer. I think Cooper um, Mays was in charge of your books this summer. That's what happened. Yeah, well, it, it it depends if it's a civil case or not. <laughs> I don't think it does. Well, Doug, thank you for joining us again. How you been doing? I've been doing fine. Thank you very much for having me. I uh, appreciate I had to reschedule once. The back-to-season school bug kind of got me uh, when we scheduled it before. Congratulations on episode 150. I saw that maybe a week or two ago. Yes, the the, the 150 episode, episode that wasn't actually 150. We did have to correct that. So. But, uh, some accounting errors. Yes. Uh, believe it or not. Doug, you were here tonight on episode 141. As we do so well, we made the case for the best month. Oh, I thought you were going to say yep. we do so, yep. so I, well. I, yeah. I've got a couple comments before uh, <laughs> we go into the individual Starting early, Craig. monthly oh, no. analysis. Um, it's no secret that I work uh, some odd hours, and generally on Saturdays or Sundays, I'll be at work, and I like to kind of get lost in youtube and i've been thinking like as good as this podcast is imagine how good it would be if it were on youtube mm -hmm. like nick McNabb's youtube comment is uh -huh. right and then when i come in and see you guys i'm reminded why <laughs> y'all are probably best on podcasts don't change a thing <laughs> so we've Thanks. got a, we've uh, got a face for podcasting. You have faces for podcasts. I understand. Uh, as, as the setup is somewhat, you feel like you're in the Cincinnati Reds locker room here yeah. at the uh, Grim <laughs> Grinning Guys headquarters. Thanks, Craig. Lots of um, bobbleheads. We're starting off pretty low tonight, guys. Well, and that's kind of like the most positive thing I have to is, say. Is, is he trying to? <laughs> that's great. He's trying to win us over before he just tears us apart. Is that he what he's doing? Okay, so, I got uh, you. This, just kind of want to. Hit some high points, and there are high points. Um, I feel sure. that's positive. I feel like there was really, uh, I thought a lot more back and forth when y'all were discussing the month versus 
what's the best resort the high end the low end the medium mm-hmm. um it seemed like y'all were it's kind of more of an interesting topic possibly for people who are planning in terms of when do you want to go uh things of that nature beyond that it, it's like the same mistakes that y'all make almost intentional um, <laughs> no not, no that's not on one big thing all. is y'all object when you really mean disagree. So what I'd like to do is... <laughs> is that different? Is, it is. Oh. Just think in terms of like you're on trial for murder. Okay. And I hope not, but okay. If your attorney would object every time they disagreed with something, it would be nothing but one long objection. Because so, you disagree with... That sounds right. I, okay, right. that so makes really, sense. So, yeah. so what y'all need to work on for the next case is when somebody... Says something you want to rebut or disagree with, mm-hmm. don't say object. Like, make a little note to yourself. If it has to be physical, fine, or make a mental note and then bring it up when it's your turn to talk instead of just constantly interrupting <laughs> by saying I that object. You know what? That may, that, that may, doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I, that changed my whole. That's going to change the way we do this. It does, yes. Um, I never knew that. They don't show that on TV. Yeah, and and Craig, well, um, oh no, I should have kept my shirt. Like, when you start out, like you said, tonight's gonna you're gonna be very impressed with us. Uh-huh. That that was um, that was just not true. I oh. don't think many people were impressed. And then you threw in an amicus curiae, which is just <laughs> not in any way relevant. Um, what, what is that exactly? It is so if if um, I got some ointment at Liberty so Pharmacy to take care of that. So if there's a public interest case involving whether or not uh, a certain statute is constitutional. Friends of the court, that's what it means. Friends of the court can petition the courts to intervene and argue on behalf of their public policy. So all these nonprofit organizations could seek to become certified as amicus curiae and join and write briefs to well, the appellate courts. That's exactly how I used well, it. We, no, well, that's, it wasn't that was my close. plan we, for Friends of Disney to but jump in. And, aren't we friends of the court? N- not in that context. Okay, oh, okay. so that so that was. A, <laughs> Um, and then you, you said a word constitution there. Could you explain more of that <laughs> so we could get some clarification? We, we don't have all night. <laughs> and then we had, you know, just like at some point, Craig's like, well, listen, everybody's got to, or you've got the burden of proof. I don't think you understood what that means. Um, <laughs> but those were fairly small um, before we get on the substance of, of November. Derek, I thought you had a stronger showing. I really did. And hey. well, I, I tried to limit my legal jargon. Yep, and you didn't make a fool out of yourself. And I, well, that's, I, that's a step up. That's I, odd. A couple times, you know, you did the whole object. Just, I don't know why. Um, and then at one point you said, you know, we are being prosecuted. Y'all were not being prosecuted. Um, <laughs> we always feel like we are. I, I, no, I, I, we, I are, can, we are always being prosecuted. I can we certainly are tonight. No, 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 no. We're I, being persecuted. Persecuted. That's, 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 yeah, that's, that's where we're Persecuted. At. Not yeah. per- but overall, Derek, I thought you, you, you did better uh, procedurally. Substantively, we've got a lot of stuff to work on, I think. And then. That's, that's good. Way to go, Derek. Yeah. Boy, Matthew, we just took a huge step back. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Again, with the bailiff, you know, you, at one point you said, I need injunctive relief with the bailiff. <laughs> what? The- um, yeah, what? The- and then, you know, just, and I don't know if it's nerves or I don't know if it is stuff you've Googled and then you forgot the context of the Google, but you wrote it down. At one point you said, Do we have a shareholder's agreement that there will be no torts? <laughs> what? Okay. 
don't I didn't understand that y'all have stock in this corporation. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> and then, like, nobody's discussing the word torts or anything, and it and it's just just kind of a mind-boggling um, belief that you are going to wake up tomorrow and teach our children. And so, well. It's history, though. It, yeah, yeah, it's, it's safe. I, He's attacked I, my I would hope so. and my career. Then, at one point, I think when things were getting a little heated, and, and when the, y'all were going back and forth, at one point, Matthew kind of like wanted to remind everyone, and he said, liability level is high here. <laughs> liability is the wrongdoing of somebody's behavior. You were trying to say, like, the stakes are high. Um, so, again, it's kind of just missing the word. But then, to me, the thing... Pretty just, close. It's close. In your introduction, you said, you know, if you, like, if, you know, don't mess with the handrails or something, like, you're going to get punished or you will receive compensatory damages. Mm-hmm. You don't want... That's like giving somebody money. <laughs> so, like, think how little this makes sense. Hey... <laughs> If you don't go to bed on time, I'm going to give you $20. <laughs> but it's funny. It, it, it's just it's terrible. Hilarious. What would happen if we if we uh, carried this out in an actual court of law? Um, would we be one, tossed out? You'd be drug tested, all three of you. <laughs> uh, and, and then from there, I think there would be you know censures. Uh, <laughs> The news would be called. <laughs> would they be request a new uh, new attorney? Is that? Oh yeah, new attorney okay. immediately. Okay. Uh, apologies from all involved. <laughs> See, that's what we need. We need to go into court and do this to get on the news, to expand our brand. I, I would not recommend that. <laughs> I would think there's a lot of other ways than the courtroom as your oh, advertising. So it's okay. I'd like to kind of talk about the month. I think it's an interesting topic that y'all address. Mm-hmm. Well, it can only go up from here. Yes, you would think. Um, <laughs> I want to sound like it. I want to start where I think the the solid second place finish was. Derek, you moved up second. I, yeah, I it, it up. was solid. A um, couple things though. You talked about how it's not that hot. Average high in Orlando in May is eighty seven degrees. The the high is ninety one in July and August. So um, if that's your version of not that hot. <laughs> It's not, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. It's the humidity that gets you. Um, you had a pretty <laughs> solid attack on Matthew that talks, and you, you let in just perfectly. You know, it's a great legal tactic where you take somebody's factual allegation and then use it against them. Good job, Derek. At one point, Matthew said in December something about you don't even have to ride rides, and you said, boom. I'm glad you said you didn't have to ride rides because it's too busy in December to be riding rides. Uh, Nice job, Derek. I was proud of you. Um, Doesn't spell good for me, but... Then (laughs) you dropped a Mary Poppins reference, and it's... I I just... It wasn't the best of references, and I think you were trying too hard. Um, (laughs) But... Lawyers have a tendency to do that. And then I think you were... as, As the show went on... You might have got a little desperate because you talked about, well, there's more lifetime bans given in December. And there was like a pause where you're like, yeah, guys, I looked it up last night. And you I, had I did to that. admit it wasn't true. I did that in my research because we do so much research for this show. Then, um, and then we get into the flowers and the butterflies. And, and that's just, 
Like you pick- I, I don't understand your grief with this just because you don't like it. Well, I'm just saying you have a limited window of people who are going to get out the family budget and say, all right, we got $3,000 for this trip. Let's plan on what, on, all is, on what all is important to us. You've way under budgeted. <laughs> and they go through and they That's say, true. well, all the rides and where we're going to stay. And then are we going to go for spring break and fall break? We're going to go in the middle of Christmas break. We're going to go for Thanksgiving or Christmas. And then somebody's like, when are the flowers going to be the best? <laughs> <laughs> and so, I, you know, I, I heard a lawyer sometimes say, Never try to win with your weak arguments, so don't even bring them up. So hmm. you chose May, and for some reason you thought the flowers in the season were. Uh, I feel like you left some arguments out there. For instance, before <laughs> now sc- you realize that the flowering at Epcot Flower Festival. Is it what is it? Flower and Garden Festival. Flower and, flower and Garden. Garden Festival. It's right. a festival. It's I, not I, just flowers and butterflies. I'm aware of the concept, <laughs> but not. I don't think you are. <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> Food boots. You missed some of the best arguments because statistically going midweek in May is some of the best time to go. It's done research. But, Man. But you'd never know that listening to your argument. That's why you came in second. Now, quick question here. Do you think given the fact I did that mention he, lower crowds. Did you miss that part? Do you foresee Derek having to serve concurrent sentences <laughs> as a result of this short There's no incarceration. Concurrent sentence. Or consecutive. Yeah, it yeah. could be either or. I yeah. mean, and he was pro se. He, he was very much pro se. Um, <laughs> okay, so the winner, uh, I'm kind of going to save kind of low point for last. Oh, good, good. Um, Take that, Craig. <laughs> boy, Craig just sold me on November. Oh, oh wow. No, no. Man. He immediately, of course, he had a tough assignment because Matthew talks about Christmas and mm-hmm. and really just like how retails forget Thanksgiving mm-hmm. for the benefit of Christmas, so too I think November has to fall victim. Right. Craig didn't let that diminish his advocacy for November at all. He immediately went to weather. Mm-hmm. He immediately went to, it's the best of both worlds. You can come early, you can get fall, you can come late, you can get Christmas. See? And to me, it made it seem like, hey, what's the best way to get in the Christmas spirit? Boom. Go to Disney in November. Um, talked about some of the things about crowds and the difference between crowds toward the end of December when school was out. Uh, and then just kept it really tight and focused on why to go there and what Craig did what unfortunately Derek and and Matthew really took prompting to do is he differentiated and drew distinctions between November and y'all's months Uh, Mm. so just a really solid performance by Craig when do you want me to start you can I I, I mean Bates Bates and Shelton it it can (laughs) I mean I I can work it around my schedule Um, Derek is it just me or has there been a fraudulent transfer <laughs> that's taken place between these two? Um, that's back-to-back victories for Craig. Guys, I, I've been studying law on the side. Um, well, he, yeah, I mean, Craig, congratulations. He brought it. I was impressed. I did not want to do a repeat. Um, I honestly... Guys, I try not to be good, but it just sometimes I just can't help it. it just It's who you are. The terminology. Uh, I've been courting a whole lot. No, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> So, so now I think we need to talk about Matthew's December, which you would think third place, guys. 
would be the easiest. You went downhill. But I mean, you think about what would you rather go to somewhere festive with your family in either November, May, or Christmas? Everybody's going to say Christmas. And uh, with that in mind, you just blew it. (laughs) (laughs) All I got from you is that y'all went to Wilderness and you enjoyed it. (laughs) You said that it was Christmassy twice. That's not a word. (laughs) You failed to differentiate what is more special about December than end of November. One of your weaker moments was... You know, I mean, you could give your kids a, a trip to to Disney instead of having them open gifts. Which, okay, fine. But you can go anytime to use a gift, one. And then, two, you didn't make the point, why is that more special in December than, say, the week of Thanksgiving or right after Thanksgiving? Uh, never address lines. It's obviously a weakness in your in your month. And so then, just leave out the weaknesses. Okay, yeah. gotcha. That makes then, sense. Let's see. Again, in, the, in your gift... Do you think Snapchat's a gift? Like you wrap up a little box and you said instead of instead of giving somebody and you listed off all these gifts, one of them was Snapchat. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, it could be. I, maybe you gave them a phone or maybe, something. Maybe. At one point you said, I'm sorry, I just can't come up with facts. <laughs> was, was that was that on the same line of I'm not doing like Derek said I'm not doing a very good job? I'm not doing a very good job. Yeah, that was Derek's I'm not doing a very good job. And I shared this with you, Douglas. It's hard to put into words how special it is at Christmas time. It's Christmassy. I, 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 but that's it's, exactly, exactly what we're trying to do there. That's well, exactly what <laughs> Arguing is. Well, is I think putting into words <laughs> your defense, your argument. Yeah. I think though that ma- that makes my case stronger. That it's so special it can't be put into words. Mm. Touche. <laughs> no, no, and, I, and, and that's not even how you okay, say okay. touche. Let's just let's just let's just say that in the morning Doug has a case and he walks in there and he says, "Look, I cannot I cannot put into words how this person needs to get off this." Right. For the, they're not guilty. I just don't know how to put into words how they're not. You're charged with armor. Innocent. Robbery. <laughs> Innocent. Listen, Mitch McDeer, calm down and, over there. I'm trying to. <laughs> and so the prosecutor puts all the evidence onto the jury, and, and then I get up and say, it's hard for me to put into words why Matthew's innocent. But he is. <laughs> He's Matthewy. He's Matthewy. It's Matthewy. I mean, if the right people get a hold of this recording, I may not have a job as an educator anymore. He's, <laughs> he has diminished my ability to, to teach students. And my physical appearance, uh, but congratulations to the both of you on your on the job well done. And and then finally, no, he's oh, there's done. more. He's great, not done. Great, great. You ended with a a quote from the movie The Firm that made <laughs> no sense. <laughs> and I feel like I've been there before, where you realize I, I was losing the argument, and there's nothing good that's going to come of this. And then you just start talking, and at the end of it, you're like, "What was that?" <laughs> And it's like an LSD trip of words. I thought it was a beautiful, poignant moment. It uh, didn't fit at all. What, it, what was the quote again? Something about I was able to, to feel, think about the law again. I hadn't done that in a long time. Something like that. Right. And in the context of arguing about what three months, that's how you end. And it was just, it, it honestly, I expected better. If the month doesn't fit... <laughs> you must, must acquit. Mm-hmm. So, wow. so gentlemen, that th- those are my thoughts on uh, you're making the case which month to attend version. 
Well, I think I speak on behalf of all of us. I think our listeners thoroughly enjoyed that, uh, that little verbal beatdown that mm-hmm. you just gave me. Uh, Mainly you. Congratulations yeah. to you, Craig. Yes, but, uh, I do want to mention that all the listeners that let us know yeah. said that I won. And one well. of those being your wife. But yes, well, yeah, yeah, better. Still. Yeah. They did. They did. They, they liked the month, uh, your month. But so. I think it was more personal preference, too. Douglas and Craig. Not necessarily the job I did. Sure. Or, I, well, or I did. Honestly, it's, and it's an interesting. One of my things that we like to do as a family, we don't do it as much anymore now that my oldest is nine, is play What's Your Favorite? Yeah. And so we always have this long-going debate, What's Your Favorite Month? Hmm. Um, and so it was interesting to hear y'all kind of what you like about a season that you transpose to Disney, what you like about that. So, Matthew, yeah. I know you like... December is my favorite month. And so that becomes your favorite month. Ironically enough, my three favorite months, December, May, November, the three months that uh, we ended up picking. Wow. So. I didn't... I had no idea. I think February would have been a good month, but there's really not a whole lot to defend on that except for crowds. Well, and we've we've already given out so much good romantic advice Cor- as it relates that, to that Valentine's. Yeah. Um, Encourage you to listen to that, Douglas. I don't know what show that. Can't remember which show number that was. But I, I just think next time we probably would help us to do more discovery. I think the next time it'd probably do us. We'd probably be good to never do any, that segment. Probably again. any discovery would be nice, <laughs> yeah. right, Douglas? Uh, well, we do have Doug on, and we're gonna we're gonna make our next making the case segment. And boy, I have I have prepped for this one. <laughs> yes, you have. Uh, this show is making the case. Most irreplaceable attraction at Walt Disney World. So the last time Doug was on, we talked about which is the best park, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the listeners agreed. I won that one. But now we move on to <laughs> most irreplaceable ride. That is what they agreed, right, Derek? I, I do not recall let me, that. Let me, well, let's, well, I don't think you've ever won anything on this show. Douglas, has, has Mrs. Bates listened to the show. She has. What, what does she, she have has. to say? As the wife of a lawyer, what's her opinion? Her opinion on the show or uh, in general? Well, on our legal know-how. Well, my wife is a scientist, <laughs> and she wants to get to the darn point quickly. Uh-huh. And so she said at the end, where should we stay and why? And so tonight I told her what we were doing. She's like, just ask them, should we go for spring break and fall break? So... That's how she views things, uh, very to the point. Um, she thinks y'all are hilarious. She Aww. she enjoys listening. It is an interesting thing uh, to listen to parts of Disney get you know further and further investigated and discussed uh-huh. for somebody who doesn't know much about yeah. it. Yeah. So Craig, fall break or spring break? Go. One, two, three, go. Oh, I mean, that quick, I, I, I normally would argue for fall break because it, it's my favorite time to go. The parade is the best parade of all. At the Halloween party. Uh, but you, at the Halloween party. But you have to pay more now for that than yeah. you did originally when I went. Uh, spring break, I haven't gone in spring break. I think the weather's better. Uh, but I still lean towards fall break. It's just fall break has gotten so so crowded now. Uh, and you guys make it speak better on, on spring break. But normally I would say fall break. But the crowds, I think, have gotten worse. So I would maybe lean more towards spring did you spring. just change his answer again? I did. I'm at spring break. I like he's the parade. I like the parade. It? I like the parade and fall, but I like he's the misleading the witness. I don't think he's <laughs> objection. 
uh, there you go. Can't, can't, can't be That's doing that. Oh, sorry, sorry, well, sorry. that that might that be. Cool. Oh, of course it would because it's Craig. Yeah, it's gonna work. An objection is if Matthew misstated what Craig said, you can't object. See, man. that's not what I said. Craig could come in here with quadruple jeopardy. <laughs> Touche. It'd be allocated. Yes, Derek, fall or spring break? Again, I would go go with spring break mm-hmm. just because of. Flowering garden. Flowering garden. Sorry. The darn flowers. <laughs> uh, and yeah. and as long as Easter is not real close right. to your spring break, yeah. that's what I'm going to prefer to go. I would say spring break as well, unless you had any interest in the Halloween party. If you have Halloween people. If yeah, my kid, wife's bad Halloween. Well, Ooh, then, yeah. then it, may be worth, really? uh, it may be worth doing that. We so. put a budget entry in our family's budget for Halloween decorations. Oh, wow. Wow. Then that is, if you can work it out too, where you can go and not not pay for a day at Disney at uh, Magic Kingdom, just no ticket that day. If you can work it around it, yeah, and just go to the party because you can get in. The party's technically from seven to midnight, but they'll mm-hmm. let you, you in. Get there at four. They'll let you in at four, so it gives you eight hours in the Magic wow. Kingdom parade, fireworks show, parade. trick or treating. Parade hands down the, is the best parade. The decor, so yeah, you if, get trigger, okay. you, you, the kids can trick or treat. They wear the costumes. It, it's a it's a neat party. Right. One of my favorites. That may be worth the the change. So, so you're changing to fall break, like Craig changed. Well, to based break. upon the question about Becky's peculiarity with Halloween, based upon the circumstantial evidence given by the <laughs> defendant, I don't think it was cir- it was evidence, it, but yeah, I don't based know on that the it was circumstances. I rest my case. <laughs> now mm. that takes us to what we're talking about, uh, which is the most irreplaceable attraction at Walt Disney World. Now, Douglas has mentioned before, he, he does not have as much experience with Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going we're gonna to each make, because we've already been talking for a while, we're going to make a brief case tonight about why we think the attraction that we have chosen is the most irreplaceable. We've talked before about classic rides. We've ranked the rides. But we haven't really talked about which one you think is the most irreplaceable. Because as you were saying off air, Derek, we've kind of got to the point where a lot of things that we thought were irreplaceable are being replaced. Mm-hmm. So, Douglas, we'll let you go first. So, mine is it's a small world because it is the perfect metaphor for the experience of being there. Um, you are there. Uh, expose your children and yourself and your family to seeing everything at its very best. It really is like you see life without any glitches or any problems, and that is what... It's a small world ride does. You see all the different cultures. You see them at their very best. It's the easiest way to tell your child, hey, this is what they do in Holland. This is what they look like here. This is what. It's just a really, really neat adventure. I understand y'all are probably going to say things like rides that are more adrenaline, but I don't know of anywhere else that exposes you to that feeling you have when you go through It's a Small World with your children. Wow. Well, I hear ye, Case, and I now offer my tort, or retort, to what? Uh, see, I'm all nervous now, guys. Yeah, I'm, trying, yeah, I'm, I'm use, trying too hard. You, can uh, you should be. My ride is the, the Haunted Mansion, and, you know, that's wait, wait, can, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Is this our <coughs> opening statement? Is that what this is? And we'll, we'll, we'll come I back and this do... Is, this is everything. This, this is, is okay. everything. All right, okay. Yeah, all bring right. it. Okay. All right. Well, we well no, we you'll have a chance to rebuttal. Well, we we'll no oh, rebuttal. Yeah. We just need oh, to close sure. it. We'll have this after the show. Can, uh, can we call him back to the stand, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, which I am provided by the Seventh Amendment of the U.S. Constitution <laughs> Bill of Rights, because this you is don't worth have to say Bill more of than Rights. ten thousand dollars 
on the line here. Uh, originally $20 for the record. <laughs> Moving on to due process. The Haunted Mansion is it is the perfect... I know we didn't rank it first, but I think it's the perfect Disney ride because uh, it's not a thrilling ride, Douglas. It is, but it it is it is a storytelling ride. It is rich in details. It immerses you in the experience, which is what Walt Disney World does. It take it transports you to a completely different place, and in the Haunted Mansion, uh, you feel as if you were one of the happy haunts in that attraction. And uh, obviously, we were drawn to it. To name this show what we did And it has an outstanding queue. it has an outstanding Pre-show, the ride itself It it takes you through Multiple different showrooms uh, It has a great ending, it has Special effects at the end, especially Now with the hitchhiking ghost swapping the heads It has a great Store, every Element of the Haunted Mansion Is well thought out, well themed And it, again, it's it's old. You haven't had to... It's one of the older rides there, and they haven't had to just reinvent the wheel because it's timeless, and they will never replace the Haunted Mansion. Uh, and in Disneyland, you know, it, it even gets plussed with Haunted Mansion Holiday. So I stick... You know, where else are they selling various popcorn buckets of three hitchhiking ghosts of the most obscure characters? Even the most obscure characters in the Haunted Mansion have merchandise in Walt Disney World. Uh, the movie with Eddie Murphy, not so great. But the ride itself, I think, is the most irreplaceable. And with that, I rest my case, and I leave my fate up to the gods. So they always call them the jurors, gods. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to flatter them, Derek. Craig, what about you? <clears throat> Follow and, that. All right, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh, distinguished uh, other attorneys present. Um <laughs> He's just buttering him up, man. Uh, just because you won, oh. you didn't become an attorney. Oh, oh. He really oh. thinks he is. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you nodded me that while ago. I didn't I didn't understand. Misunderstanding. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll, I'll clarify. He gaveled you. Uh, uh, esteemed Douglas T. Bates IV, uh, we, we, uh, we have to look at Pirates of the Caribbean for what it is. It is, first of all, a ride in which... Disney himself was was a part of at Disneyland and saw it. Yeah, please take notes. Saw it uh, into fruition. It did not. He did not see it at Disney World, but but he again put it in play. Secondly, it is the largest franchise of any movie at Disney World. So you can't do away with Pirates of the Caribbean without doing away with that whole franchise of Pirates of the Caribbean. And the things have been added, like Johnny Depp's character and, and things like that, with Jock Sparrow, and. Uh, <laughs> So <laughs> back, and uh, uh, the the queue is great. The actual ride is phenomenal. The burning of the village, the the women chasing the pirates. Even though the winch has been changed out, it is still everything that you want in Disney. Uh, and it goes back to memories of when I was a child, when others were children, first went there and saw that. So it, it's one of those rides you cannot replace. You can't take it out without doing away with a huge chunk of Disney. It's why the Tiki, the tiki Room is still there, because you can't, you can't do away with that. It, it's what Disney is all about. Objection. Nope. nope. But I will say uh, this. Uh, disagreement. In my closing argument, in my closing argument, I will quote the great Josh Humphrey that says... 
Pirates of the Caribbean is an amazing immersive experience and one of Disney's best, most classic attractions. You will almost never see anyone leave Pirates without a smile on their face and it is many people's favorite ride. It's also easily accessible and guests of any age should thoroughly enjoy it. It may still upset the most prone to fear and anxiety because it goes and gets dark and loud in certain parts. But you may also be able to convince them that there won't be a large drop like in Splash Mountain, even though there isn't one. All in all, Pirates is a must visit. Nothing like using someone else's words to make your case. Am I right? <laughs> I think that's okay. I think that's what I'm trying to do. Is Does the jury sense. concur? I think they <laughs> you do. You literally read from a John Grisham movie. <laughs> That wasn't part of his case. Though. No, it wasn't part of my case. That was just closing out the. <laughs> that was just the fantastic ending mm, to a fantastic show. <laughs> Derek, oh, the gavel falls in your lap. I really hate to do this, but all the rides are coming from Magic Kingdom. Oh, of course. Sorry, Matt. I know that disappoints oh, no, I don't, you. I don't care. Gentlemen, the most irreplaceable ride in all of Walt Disney World would have to be the TTA, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. You get to ride through numerous rides, which may change without changing this ride, but at the same time changing this ride. It is a nice, relaxing ride, 10 minutes or so. Phenomenal. You can't take drinks on there without sneaking them through security. <laughs> Are you defending the? I, I'm, I'm confused. Are you? I'm playing both sides. There, there's the checkpoint to, before they let you go up the escalator. He looks for drinks. That's not security. It's not security. He's a ride guy, but <laughs> but it's still funny. So you get to ride through numerous rides. You get to ride through Space Mountain, and if you're lucky, the lights will be on and let you see the track, and that it's not as scary as it seems in the dark. You get to ride through Buzz Lightyear and see the targets that you want to hit later. Oh, yes. I see you making a game plan, Matthew. <laughs> You're letting him get in your head there. I am. I'm watching it. <laughs> I am. That's okay. I can take him. And I'll... <laughs> what? I'm just listening. It is, it is by far the most relaxing of the four rides mentioned tonight. You get to have the wind in your hair, see the... <laughs> You get to see the castle as you pass by. And if you want to go during the holiday season, you can see it lit up at night. A beautiful scene to be seen. I'm done. I'm not making... I'm not going to say that again. I don't have any facts. <laughs> I didn't really... Because I was going to go in and say, like, there's not a ride that's irreplaceable. Yeah. Take that. You've made that statement very, very often. Uh, who wants to begin the rebuttal? I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Craig, first of all, Pirates of the Caribbean, while it is a classic ride, and it was probably on my short list of rides that I would have argued for, mm -hmm. it also, it's getting to the point now where the you get wet when riding it. The boat is sinking into the water to the point where people are coming off soaked. Okay. And for me, in recent trips, that has really taken away from my experience. So I can see them certainly replacing the boats. Also, there's parts where it's hard the to see. Not the ride, Matthew. There's parts where it's really hard to see. You can't really. And I have a hard time enjoying the details where I can't see it. Well, that sounds and like I a think doctor's. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> bailiff. Bailiff, restrain this man. 
I'll hold you in contempt. <laughs> I don't think the attorneys can hey, do that. As, as long as you hold me. Judge, it, it's all bad. <laughs> Craig, but uh, I think it's a ride that needs some updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the reasons I chose Haunted Mansion is it's gotten a lot of TLC in recent years. That's tender, loving care for those. Thank you, Elvis. <laughs> for, the, for those who don't know. Don't go chasing waterfalls. I think it needs some updating. Uh, the new scene that they... You mentioned the scene that they took out. It mm-hmm. looks fantastic now that they've redone it. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a lot more work. Douglas, I'm glad you said... it. No, it's not a, a thrill, thrilling ride. There's absolutely zero thrills, and it's a small world. Once you've done it once, there's no need to do it again. And... Derek, you know, one of the points that you made for the TTA was that the best part is that you get to see other rides while on it. Why not go ride those other rides that are superior in your estimation, good sir? And we weren't arguing what's the most relaxing ride. We were arguing what's the most irreplaceable ride. And Haunted Mansion combines thrills, theming, details. I rest my case but yet again. Is it quintessential Disney? Absolutely, it's quintessential. How? Storytelling, theming, it immerses you in the experience. It can be anybody of any age can ride it. You can ride it over and over and over again. And I think that's what the Haunted Mansion has that no other ride does. Rewritability. I see something new every time I ride it. Not the case with those that you mentioned. Well, so you can see, I just have a question. You can see okay in Haunted Mansion, but yes. not in Pirates. Because you see what they want you to see. And in Pirates, there are some areas where the experience would be enhanced to have a better view. But, but you're making an you're you're saying it's just a good ride. When, when you say it's something's irreplaceable. It's, it's ir- for all the reasons that I just said. I, I disagree with how you're using the term irreplaceable. Agree <laughs> to disagree. We'll let the jury decide. <laughs> Wait, he is, and I don't, he is the is jury. What is your point about the boats at Pirates? What does that They're have get, to do? You're getting soaked. It, it takes away... No, but you it's said the... What it's is, obviously a faulty ride. It's a water-based ride, Matthew. But no, but you're not supposed to be getting soaked while you're on it. Well, the, if I you don't want to get soaked, don't go on it. Look, Splash Mountain, yes, you're going to get wet. Pirates of the Caribbean, there's not supposed to be water pouring into the boat. It ruins the experience. I've never been on it and then be pouring in the boat. I don't know. Well, it's happened. It's like you had a bad experience. You know, I've I've reached the point now. <laughs> We're going to tell Regina. In, in, you know, my career, an appointment this too. career of mine as a part-time lawyer, it was doomed from the get-go because you all are out against me. I've already given up this. I feel like Jim Carrey and liar, liar. That's what I feel like. <laughs> all right. Other rebuttals. Well, I have no rebuttal because I I, I thought we were rebutting in the. Uh, Craig, tell me why, I, why. Somebody tell me why I'm wrong. Why is Haunted Mansion not the most your place? I, I don't have Matt, to. You're wrong because you're Matt. <laughs> Other than that, I don't yeah. have to. I don't have to defend pirates because I had two of the other attorneys here defending pirates on my behalf. So that tells you which ride is the best ride, and that is quintessential Disney, and that is again, it's not the best ride. Exactly, that's exactly right, Derek. It's it's irreplaceable. <laughs> irreplaceable. Thank yeah, you. You just clarified for me. And it's not the most relaxing ride. It's not the ride with the most dolls inside of it. It is the most. Irreplaceable. When you think of Disney franchise movie wise, what movie do we're you think of? We're not talking about a movie franchise, but we're think we're talking which one is irreplaceable. Disney, which one represents Disney the best? Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. As the father of two young daughters, it's Frozen. <laughs> Frozen times ten twice. Hey, Frozen Two's coming out in a couple months. I know. Have you got your tickets yet? <laughs> not yet. Oh. 
It's funny. Yeah, I, I think honestly, Craig, and I, I mean, I don't mean to pick on you here, Go ahead. Ian, but I think you're kind of showing your age here. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean, its heyday's been over for decades, but it is still has long ride, long waits, and is still a tough ride to get on at times. True. Now, true. Now, it's a good ride, but I don't think. I, again, back to the family sitting down at the kitchen table saying, "Do y'all still want to go the Pirates of the Caribbean rides off?" I don't think it would affect the family at all. Well, I'll definitely say if someone said it's a small world, it's closed, and we still want to go, the kids are going to say, yes, we do. <laughs> One other thing. <laughs> uh, Haunted Mansion also is the most efficient ride system. I will say if I was – I better not say that. We're still in court of law here, so I, I'm not going to take your side. Look, i tell you what. He's just – He's trying to get Doug on his good side. Well, they're, just, they're all buddy-buddy. They're I, playing I, road trips. I would, I, would, I mean, I, if I wasn't defending Pirates, I would have said Haunted Mansion because it's my. I, I believe it's right in there with it. There we go. But I think Pirates is the one that if you take it out, I think it makes a hole in Disney. Haunted Mansion makes Liberty Square. We should have argued with Country Bear. We should have. Tennessee Bear. Listeners, we will be putting a Twitter poll up later today. We're going to ask you, what is the most irreplaceable ride out of these four at Walt Disney World? No, no, no. no. What do they think is the most irreplaceable No, we're going to put these four up no, there. No, not these four. And we're going to say, which I is already the most irreplaceable? Derek, <laughs> Derek, man. I, I, listen, man. I, already, I already get up, give up. Doug is not winning. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think people are going to say... Well, oh well, who's the hotshot lawyer now? No, because what people are going to do is they're going to okay. The point is, you said irreplaceable. You're going to the fan base is going to talk about what's the most enjoyable. Well, what do they enjoy the most? But I think Derek and I are talking about institutionally mm. what is so important that they have to have it. And if, and I'll say, think about the whole plan of Disney. All the resorts that show you places from different parts of the world, in Polynesian, parts of different country, the Northwest and the wilderness, the New Orleans, the Atlantic City. The whole point is to experience people, give them experience for something different. And if you don't have the small world, it's not, it, it doesn't complete what they're, it's, it's so much more than a, an adventure park. He's good. So that's why it's irreplaceable. <laughs> Number two is this train. Is this train ride? Number two is the train ride. How do you not have a train ride to take it all in at one look? And then the other stuff y'all are just talking about stuff that you know Dolly World could have easily. He's he's like he does this every day, guys. We're in trouble. So I get it. Yes, your Twitter poll will probably not rank Derek in my number one or number two, but I don't respect the Twitter results. Before I even see him. Wow. Uh, Sorry. What, uh, do you, what do you say after that? I mean, I'm just trying to give people a voice in their democracy. He's, flam- <laughs> he's, he's uh, trying to take it away from them. He's flamoxed. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I stand by my argument. Say what you will. Let's just, let's just do a general Twitter poll and just see what comes to the top. And I guarantee it'll be pirates. Really? To quote oh, no. from no, Double Jeopardy. It's the first rule of being a lawyer. What this, we think this would be Alex Trebek. What we think doesn't matter. So there you have it. What you just say? I'm, I wasn't. You basically it's saying what da- what Douglas thinks doesn't matter. But you didn't pose that as a question. You didn't. Hmm. Oh, habeas corpus. All right, let's move on. <laughs> it's now time for a segment we like to call Grim. Grinning. Grinning. Greatness. Featuring four lawyers. That w- <laughs> 
All right. Oh, stop saying that. <laughs> Look, I will proudly. I took this episode on pro bono, and pro bono, I shall finish it. <laughs> and we were I all. I think once you start something pro bono, it's it's implied that you finish it pro bono. And the sad thing was, we were all per se pro se pro se, not categorical. <laughs> Doug, pro se. <laughs> you are our guest. Do you have a question you would like to ask? We talked about the fall break versus spring break earlier. But what's your Grim Grin and Greatness question? So my question is, yeah. um, assume we're gonna, a family of four is going to spend a week at Disney. Assume we'll stay at one of the a nicer lodge. I don't know. Number one, should parents of a nine-year-old and three-year-old divide the children up or try to combine the experience with with everything. And number two, is it better to go to a park early and come home early or go to a park late and stay late? To answer the second question, uh, it's, it's interesting you say that because our recording with Josh, which is next Monday, we had the conversation with him about that very thing, about how it is important to go to the early, early parks. Uh, but for some, it's now becoming where you not necessarily show up late, but you go to different parts to part late. Mm-hmm. For instance, Galaxy's Edge is a new uh, Star Wars. You want to go to that, not at rope drop, but you want to go to that later in the day when the crowd has died down. So uh, most of the time, though, it's rope drop. You yeah. want to get to a park early uh, and, and beat the crowds because even the crowds that may seem big at the time, they're still not as big as when about 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and then go back and, and rest. And Matthew covered that uh, last week on our 150B about how tour guide Mike told him to always sleep in. Uh, not, mm-hmm. not, excuse me, go back and rest after you've. No, not, he, he not said sleep. sleep in the show. Yes. Yes. Somebody yes. told him to Yeah, piggyback off that, I, I think it's, I mean, if you have to pick one or the other, I, I'm going to say nighttime just because I think experiencing the parks at night, you know, you get there in the afternoon, you see it in the daytime, but you also get to experience it at night. It's a completely different experience. And, uh, but at the same time, I, I think there's no reason you can't get there early and go late. Because uh, what we usually do is we get there early, tour for through about lunchtime, go back for a nap, enjoy the fantastic pools, and then return in the evening. Now you can't get up at the crack of dawn every day, right? But you know we usually we usually try to schedule a day midway through where we'll sleep in and go in just for the evening. But I've taken trips where we didn't go to the parks at night, and it was like there was something missing. I think you know, just experiencing the park at night when it's lit up, the castle and the tree of life, Spaceship Earth, all those, uh, it's definitely worth seeing at night. So that's my answer for number two. Number one, I would do as much as you could together. Okay. Because even though there's six years in between them, there's a lot that they'll be able to experience together, and, and that's worth seeing. Even though the rides will differentiate. There's not going to be a whole lot Really? Difference. Mm-mm. At, at three years old, she's going to be able to. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking next fall break, yeah, she'll be four. Yeah. If she's if she's at 38 inches, which is kind of the 40. If she's at 40, just about gone. everything. Okay. Yeah, if she's at 40, she'll ride almost everything. Yep. But at 38, she can ride some of the Slinky Dog, the Mine Train. She'll still yep. be able to ride some of the, the rides that'll be more exciting for the older one. But I wouldn't want the older one to miss out on the excitement of the little one too because because well i'm sure she's a good big sister and so she would maybe yeah. kind of coach her through some things 
maybe that y'all done at Magic Kingdom or well, good. So I would, I would encourage the. I would say keep together, stay together as much as possible. But at the same time, if you know, if the little one wants to, is is tired, go back early. One of you can stay with your older child, and you know, stay out late one night. You know, you can really plus that experience for her. I think it is good to find you know a night or two to to maybe split it up. But yeah, and that and that Uh, would make each of them feel special too. Yeah, right. Right. What do you want to do? This is your night. What do you want to do? This is your morning. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. How many days? Probably a week. Probably from oh yeah, like Saturday yeah. to Friday. I would. I would definitely the first the first experiences of everything. I would definitely do it as a family because you don't want to miss. You know, your wife tell you, "Hey, you missed this." She really enjoy. You don't want to miss those first times right. after you ride everything. Kind of the first time, yeah. Then split up and kind of do your own thing. But you want to experience those. Like that's the biggest part for me, and I know that sounds kind of. Sappy, but yeah. but I, I think just experiencing that with your kids is what Disney's all about. Sure, and and just seeing their faces the first time they do this, first time, that, especially your your three four year old meeting princesses and things like that. There's yeah. no, nothing can take the place of that. So, and I know that you have talked. Uh, you're considering Wilderness Lodge. Wilderness Lodge, we think I would take one night after everybody goes to bed. Just walk around that hotel. And you will find all types of places to just sit and relax in front of the fireplace. So you're saying just pool. leave the kids in the room by themselves? No, that's fine. With the with with their mom. Oh, okay, Craig. okay, okay. And Doug, you just kind of explore. The only that. ones that can get in there are housekeeping uh, and management. That's true. <laughs> you just ex- explore that hotel because uh, that's one of the things that I I love doing is you know sissy and the boys will go to sleep and I'll just kind of go out and walk around and I may go to the food court and get a dessert. I may uh, take some pictures. Uh, but it's it's really you know especially Wilderness Lodge. There's all types of things to look at and see in the lobbies, and uh, so uh, we'll be giving you some more tips well, on that between it. now and then. But uh, we appreciate you coming in and destroying our morale, mm-hmm. uh, our sure. dignity, sure. and our self esteem. I sure. will cry myself to sleep tonight. Yes. Well, I enjoyed it, guys. Appreciate what y'all do and enjoy. C- clearly, clearly, clearly. <laughs> uh, well, Doug, thank you again for coming in. We'll do it again sometime. In the future, I suppose. <laughs> I'm not going to say soon. So you're, you're saying I Doug? I don't know will, if I could take this again. Uh, <laughs> you're thinking Doug will want to come back on again? Is that what you're saying? I think we need to bring that's in a, Douglas. That's a large assumption. Three, three and four next time. To uh, I, I want to see Douglas three put four in his place. I, I did oh, find no. a quote here that I think applies to us three. Oh, good. Lawyers are the only persons in whom ignorance of the law is not punished. I think we all three could definitely fall into the punishment needed for. I feel our like knowledge. I've been punished. Yeah. Tonight. I'll tell you one quick story. My dad went to uh, Eric Vick's church, um, and I think it's it's a old Baptist church. And so he saw dad, and he said, well, and he's got a really pronounced country accent, just a wonderful person. And he said, I see Mr. Bates is here. I won't tell any lawyer jokes. The problem with lawyer jokes are lawyers don't get them, and non-lawyers don't think they're jokes. <laughs> there you go. So there you go. <laughs> Enjoyed it. Well, thank you, Douglas. We'll be looking forward to seeing what the masses and masses. It will be interesting. It will be. Yes. Listeners, as you leave, be sure to beware of the hitchhiking ghosts and hurry back. If you would like to join our jamboree, there's a simple rule that's compulsory. Mortals pay a token fee. Rest in peace. The haunting spree, so hurry back.